lizards. Two wizards. Our buddy Mayhan has been hitting me up a lot. Oh, okay, yeah. It's kind of funny though. He only does it on Sundays, and he is genuinely worried about me. Um, and he texted me today, and he goes, "Dude, how are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm fine. Why do you think I'm not?" And he goes, "Cause I'm watching the Packers get their shit kicked in." <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> you know what? All right, uh, rage yeah. retracted. I appreciate you checking in on a friend, cause oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, man. You know those little. Um wellness checks right isn't that isn't that the, the the hip lingo for him now those little wellness checks well even shoot man even i was i and i was telling you uh off mic to you uh these these buckeyes are sure like taking their time it's like okay yeah we can spot our opponents you know like a touchdown or we can go into the second half tied uh but still come out and win it's like ah guys let's just let's just stop doing that <laughs> let's just like take care of business and not give me a heart attack. <laughs> can you? Can we be cool? Can we? Can we just be cool? Yeah, let's just let's just do yeah. it. Let's just do it. Um, but, uh, you know what else is cool though? What's that, Mark? Being a wizard. Oh man, it's so stinking cool. I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's it's the coolest, and it's also cool to say welcome back to the Two Wizards podcast. My name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And my name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And actually, so yeah, you know, we just had Halloween. Yeah. I believe I've mentioned before, but if not, I can say it again. Um, So our house currently is just up the street from an elementary school. We're like prime trick-or-treat territory. Uh, So, uh, because, you know, it's in a residential neighborhood. There's a school right there. The parents already kind of know the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so... And so, uh, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard and I, we, we, we kind of, it wasn't completely last minute, but it was like last week. <laughs> uh, we did it. So we, we, we kind of dressed up and we handed out candy. Um, and she found a little witch costume, which I thought was really cute. And I, ha- I already had my wizard's robe, but I went ahead and got like the either Gandalf or Dumbledore uh, crazy hair and big gray beard. Uh, to to complete the costume there, and it was like as I'm handing out like little boxes of nerds and uh, uh, gummy bears to the trick or treaters, like, God damn, I am a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you really are a wizard, yeah. <laughs> so this was also cute too, and I and I put some pictures up right right when we got them, and I'll probably put some more up. Um, so to complete the ensemble, uh, the Mrs. Wizard found some little Velcro bat wings. To put on the cats, <laughs> so 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 Tompkins and Quincy, I guess, were our familiars, our little bat cats that would just like zoom around the house. <laughs> bat too, but uh, oh, but yeah, it was it was a fun time had by all, uh, and and also yeah, fun time having you, dear sweet listeners, join us for for this this episode, right 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 on the cusp, right after uh, All Hallows Eve. Yeah, breaking. What is this like? Breaking news? I guess I don't know. Yeah, I guess fresh so. off the presses. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, well, Mark, I guess to to commemorate that and to commemorate our coming together again, uh, what is in your wizard's cup? Your wizard's mug? 
going back to an old classic here. Uh, Scotch and Diet 7-Up, but oh. I traded up. It's not Clan McGregor or Cuddy Sark anymore. It's now Johnny Walker Red Label because I'm an okay. adult. I'm allowed to drink decent booze. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Isn't that amazing, man? Like, and, and we've, we've, we've talked about that often, too. Because, like, both of us, like, growing up, we weren't destitute, but we were definitely, like, working class, you mm-hmm. know, homes and... Yeah, you, you would get, like, the store brand, like, Pop-Tarts or whatever. Or, like, oh, hey, Mom, here's this video game coming out. Can I can I get it? And it's like, well, honey, you know, maybe maybe it's, like, a Christmas present or, like, maybe birthday. You know, that's kind of how it was. Versus now, yeah, being in our mid-30s and being like, no, I, I'm, I'm an adult. I can buy nice things. <laughs> <laughs> I can get my own Christmas presents. Yeah. I don't need, uh, oh, God, what was the Kentucky Deluxe? Is that what it was? Katie, yeah. Which was like crappy vodka with uh, whiskey extract, added. Oh. <laughs> like liquid smoke added. That was yeah, so like bad. If Lacroix was whiskey flavor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it oh was... man, yeah. And we don't have to do that. We can have we can have Johnny Walker Red Label. Here's here's what I have. Um, so yeah, to to kind of help help me get through this, this is another another. Um, I think I've had New Holland. This is from New Holland Brewing. I don't know if I've had this one. This is their the Poet American Oatmeal Stout. Ooh, okay. So uh, let's see here. We're clocking in at uh, five point eight ABV for Gazelig times. Here we go. Right on. <laughs> well, cheers, buddy. Here's on your good buddy. Trick or treat. Trick or treat, indeed. Mm, that's good. Oh, that's a good stuff. Damn, it's it's been a while since I've had an oatmeal stout. Mm. Mm, so good. <laughs> Whew. Well, okay, Mark. You, you know we've we've been doing the like not full on spooky month. We learned our lesson. We're not doing like a month of ghosts again or a month of whatever. But but we have been we have been paying homage some of our topics uh, throughout the month. But now I think we are. I think we're like actually doing like the proper thing. Call this our like Halloween retro spooktive, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> retro spooktive, okay. Retro-spooked-ive. All right, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, even though we haven't been like announcing it weekly, we have been going through and uh, doing some kind of creepy, creepy media, uh, some creepy movies, creepy TV shows, whatever. Um, and so yeah, I, I think right. Like, are we going to like talk about that a little bit today? We're also going to maybe catch up on some. Uh, you know, there were so many events happening in the world, and so I think where better to go than our weekly world news? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Gonna maybe peruse that um, completely trustworthy source. <laughs> now more than ever. <laughs> yeah, now. Don't know. Which is which is what, which is what we talked about. Which is what we talked about in our in our previous episode, like reading these uh, tabloids from 1994 and. Yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy and dumb, and I hate it. This is a return to form, number one, because like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, our first Halloween we did this, and it was really cool. But then like, we also developed the concept of loose robes, where like we didn't really come up with a topic beforehand, and we just talked yeah. about something, and that's mm-hmm. we're getting like back to our roots, and it kind of feels cool here as like. The yeah. snow is falling and winter is coming. I getting back in like, well, the yeah. wizardy spirit, Josh. I can feel it. Mm, I can feel yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. The 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 
uh, veil between the worlds has has parted. And I, I mean, yes, shoot, especially out there in Colorado, like you guys definitely got some snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did. And it is, it is, it is, it is a changing of the seasons, the changing of the time, and a return to form, like you're saying there. So yeah, I, I think this is, I think this is great. We can sort of trade off, yeah, like each week what 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 we did, and then yeah, maybe between weeks do some weekly world news. Just kind of enjoy enjoy being here, enjoy being here, and what it means yeah. to be a wizard. So. And and I guess I can I can also start off where so I am, as as I said many times, and I'm and I'm holding myself to it. This is, I've I've had to sort of take the wizard's foot off the wizard's flying car, uh, uh, gas pedal a bit because I am finishing up my dissertation. Um, I've been leaning on you quite a bit to help me in my wizardy endeavors. Uh, but but post this semester it should be smooth sailing from here. So while it may seem like I kind of skipped out <laughs> on this Halloween challenge, <laughs> yes, but I'm still going to make it up. I'm still going to try to make it up to everybody. <laughs> Let me tell you, I watched a lot of cartoons. Like <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. So so this was something that that came up recently and kind of inspired me. And thought like, oh, okay, here's here's how this here's how this can work. So. Um, apparently this was on, uh, what, what, oh God, so many st- streaming services now. Uh, I think it was a oh, Disney it plus. Yeah. It's stupid. That had the goosebumps kind of like new series, like not quite a revival. Um, not quite a reboot, but something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Mrs. Wizard, uh, when I'm up here recording, she often will like watch a movie or watch some TV, TV shows. So she got hooked on that. And I watched a few episodes, and then we both started talking about, like, man, all these Goosebumps books that only 90s kids will remember. And so we were, we were talking, and, and I told her, like, look, honey, no, I was a pussycat. Like, I, I, I don't do scary, scary movies. I don't do Stephen King. I don't do that stuff. But then as we were talking and reminiscing, I realized, like, no, actually, I have read a lot of Goosebumps because those are, like, baby's first horror story. <laughs> yeah, right. Ba- Baby's first Stephen King, Baby's first Lovecraft. Um, and so what I did was I was I went back. I I got on my uh, uh, ebook lending app, and I read a whole bunch of old Goosebumps books by R.L. Stein. And so 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 that's what I'll be talking about. I'll be I'll be doing a tour de Goosebumps. Oh, nice. Um, which uh, which is kind of fun. And if if that weren't if that weren't good enough. Mark, did you know that Robert Lawrence R.L. Stein was born right here in Columbus, Ohio? I did not. I did not know either. But sure enough, October 8th, 1943, in Bexley, that's that's like a suburb east, east of downtown. That is that is when Robert Lawrence Stein came into this world. And so now he's he has reached the ripe old age of 80. Uh, Robert wow. Lawrence Stein, R.L. Stein, here's here's to you, sir. Yeah, cheers on you, sir. Cheers on you. So yes, he uh, was born and grew up here in Columbus, attended the Ohio State University, got a bachelor's degree in, in English, but he was the editor for the Sundial Humor Magazine uh, during his time here at, at OSU. So, um, nice. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess it is still going on, but it's mostly online now. Okay. And and, and some in, in print stuff. But uh, anyway, so yeah, makes perfect sense. We're in spooky month. I'm here in Columbus, Ohio. R.L. Stein, Goosebumps, 
Let's go. Um, yeah. So I did. I uh, I can I I so I read I, I I got like about two books a week. So I should have like thirteen, fourteen um, books okay, something like right that on. to share. Uh, and so the first one uh, released in July nineteen ninety two. Welcome to Dead House. And the little blurb is. Amanda and Josh think the old house they have just moved into is weird, spooky, possibly haunted. And the town of Dark Falls is pretty strange, too. But their parents don't believe them. You'll get used to it, they said. Go out and make some new friends. So Amanda and Josh do. But these new friends are not exactly what their parents had in mind, because they want to be friends forever. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so it's... So that's what it is, um, and I won't spoil it too much in case in case you also, dear listener, want to go want to go um, uh, follow up and, and, and read some of these. Uh, but yes, these these new friends do do some uh, do some like kind of like blood blood sucking, and they they have to have the blood from from a from a from a living person uh, to to sustain their their living dead. So they're like kind of like zombies, kind of something like that. But the Benson family family is able to escape. They leave Dead House where they move in. But just as they're driving away, they see a new family pulling up in a, in a moving van. And the book ends. <laughs> the real horror of the 90s. How easy the housing market was to navigate. Oh, my, my God. God. Yes. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was yeah, it was uh, truly what had me like shivering and unable to sleep is like the thought of I I will be renting this house forever. <laughs> so, anyways, yes, Arl Stein, Goosebumps, Welcome to Dead House. Right on. Another one. This was oh man, uh, looking at the covers brings me right back to that to that time, uh, and the TV show, the TV show, the live action. Um, when live action adaptations were good, damn it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I definitely read this one. Definitely saw the episode. Uh, freaked me the hell out. This is uh, Stay Out of the Basement, uh, which was released oh, also yeah. July 1992. And the blurb on the back. Live plants. Dead people. Dr. Brewer is doing a little plant testing in his basement. Nothing to worry about. Harmless, really. But Margaret and Casey Brewer are worried about their father, especially when they meet some of the plants he is growing down there. Then they notice that their father is developing plant-like tendencies. In fact, he is becoming distinctly weedy and seedy. Is it just part of their father's harmless experiment? Or has the basement turned into another little shop of horrors? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> These are some scary-ass covers, man. Yeah, they are. Hell yeah, they are. So yeah, there's like this like plant creepy um, hand kind of like pushing over the, the the basement door there. Uh, and yeah, I I um, will never forget like this um, when they uh, when they so the girls they try to rescue their father. They have all these plants, and it is it's sort of like plant human hybrids. So they save their dad. They like prove that he's the real that that he's human because they like make a little cut and he's actually like bleeding red blood instead of like green ooze sap whatever. Oh yeah, I 
feel like I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and so they burn all of the plants. They think it's happily ever after. But there's, but then, like, one of the girls is walking um, outside, and there's, like, a little flower that kind of, like, brushes up against her and says, Margaret, help me. I'm your real father. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yes, I do remember that vaguely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, I, I want to say there was another, like, scene from the episode when, when, like, they're down in the basement and, like, the plants are, like, talking at them, too. They're like, oh, help me, or, like... Or they're, they're like, yeah. So that was that was also pretty creepy. That was pretty creepy. But uh, but yeah. So those were those were the first first couple first couple that I okay. got there. But uh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, without spoiling anything, I bet you're gonna be able to tell my theme when I watch uh, spooky movies. You too okay. can play Amazon algorithm and f- figure out what Mark is into. Uh, number one. Uh, Negro Mar or Black Sea, a Brazilian zombie movie with lots of boobs, and it's really, really weird, and there's really, really great creature effects. Uh, go check it out. Mm. I gave it 2.5 out of 5. Bless! <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's makes no sense, but it's enduring. Uh, number two, Black Demon. It's on Amazon. It's about what? That's right, a giant shark attacking an oil rig. I was so excited for this, and then I watched it, and it's stupid as shit. <laughs> that was. I really like giant sharks, and if you put a giant shark in an oil rig, like trying to kill a, a white dude and his like weird mixed race Mexican family, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Bet you're asking to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, one point five bliss. Bliss. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, Blades from nineteen eighty nine. It's Jaws, except it's on a golf course, and the shark is a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really. It's not good. There's there's zero things redeemable about it, but it's it's actually kind of okay. I mean, I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so I'm I'm just looking up the, the the poster for that. Golf, a game of hooks, slices, and slaughter. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's so good. There is a really good beating the woods scene where they're trying to find and flush out the killer lawnmower. And mm. it, it it just instantly endured into my heart, Josh. Tell you what. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, another movie that I watched, uh, The Crude Crypt, Volume One on Amazon. It's a uh, horror shorts from up and coming horror directors. Literally terrible. Uh, worse than Blades was. <laughs> I gave it 0. 0.5 out of 5. Bliss. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Equally terrible, but it's weird how terrible a thing can be when you throw all the money at it instead of none of the money. Um, Meg number two. Hmm. The one with Jason Statham fighting the giant yeah. fucking shark. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's so bad. I fell asleep, and it looks so <laughs> terrible. And I'm like, you guys had money. This is what you give us? Shame on you. Out. Yeah, that's, oh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, still in the foreign markets Wan of the Dead from 2012 literally just Cuban Shaun of the Dead it's amazing it's on Amazon go watch it oh okay okay yeah 
Super, super good. I will I will add that to my list. <laughs> it's really, it is delightful in its own right. This is totally cheating, but it's still a horror movie that I watched, Frankenstein's Army. Watched it with Brad for I oh, Can't Wait to Show yeah. the Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you want to hear more about that uh, experience, listeners, go definitely please go check out the I Can't Wait to Show My Kids podcast with Mark and our buddy Brad. Yeah. Yeah, and that was my first week. Okay, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, I'm, I'm just amazed, right? Like, again, the whole, yes, we can complain about like, ah, there's too many streaming services or ah, whatever, whatever. But the fact that we that you can just, at the click of a few buttons, uh, watch all these horrible slasher movies <laughs> from the 80s, like, that's kind of neat in its own right. That's That's kind of special. Yeah, like, my kids can still watch Blades, the movie about Jaws the Lawnmower. <laughs> it's just, again, man, it's a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing world that we're living in. <laughs> well, enough of this streaming shit. Give me some of that good print-based media shit, Josh. <laughs> well, I guess, I, I guess with that being said, since we both finished our first week of Ooky Spooky Media, shall we turn... To the ookiest and spookiest media, some weekly world news, and maybe maybe read some headlines from various October uh, issues. I think that's an amazing idea, buddy. All right, I, and who knows? Maybe we'll have the same ones here because God, there's so <laughs> it's so hard to pick just one. It's so hard to pick just one here too. Oh yeah. Uh, but let's see here. This is uh, weekly world news, October twenty fifth, nineteen eighty eight. Puzzled scientists need your help. Can you solve alien message from space? <laughs> Can we? Uh, let's see here. I just take a minute to scroll down here and we'll find uh, um, Riddle from Beyond the Stars. A leading scientist says representatives from 60 planets are coming to Earth to discuss trade pact agreements, and newsreaders might be able to help pinpoint the date by deciphering the cryptic message below. Um. And it's just some hieroglyphs, like I was expecting, like, uh... Oh. <laughs> what has four legs in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for one of those things, but, uh, yeah, not not quite. Um, that's the word from Swiss astron- astronomer Mark Bauer, who claims to have been visited by an alien messenger who gave him silver plates uh, etched with symbols that show where the extra terrestrial diplomats are coming from and how long it will take them to get here. Um, the symbols and images are highly stylized and wide open for interpretation, said Dr. Bauer. Uh, Dr. Bauer told reporters at his home in Geneva. The graph itself apparently denotes a time frame, and the depiction of our solar system definitely suggests that they are most interested in our portion of space. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but okay, buddy. Enough of, you know, I, I, I guess, who knows? Maybe, we'll, maybe I'll take, a, I'll take a, a, a screen grab and we can post it. We can post it with this episode. Maybe our listeners can help us figure out what was supposed to happen 35 years ago. <laughs> probably happened. Yeah, what do you prob- think maybe? NAFTA was, dude? Come on. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. <laughs> 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 These aliens coming here to take our jobs. <laughs> oh man. 
That's too good. <laughs> Headline, Russian sew chimp's head onto man's body. <laughs> a human rights advocate says Soviet scientists have transplanted a chimp's head onto a man's body in one of the most horrifying medical experiments on records. The Russians have never been restricted by ethics or respect for human life, but this time they may have gone too far, says Dr. Hermann Lusk of Amberg, Germany. <laughs> so stupid. And there's just the dumbest. Oh my it's God. the worst, like, 1985 Photoshop of a monkey, of a chimp on a man's body. And it's like, the dude, the dude is a dad. He's got dad bod from the 1980s, so you know, oh, like, man. the big old yeah. hairy chest, and like, mm-hmm. kind of rolled shoulders, and just, wouldn't you think you'd put it on a tighter body, Josh, like, one that could maybe do a pull-up? Yeah, I just, I just don't know, man. I, it's, again, it was a, it was a different time. It's a different time then. <laughs> oh my god, okay, hold on. There's just a little tiny one. Uh, bride gets a di- excuse me. Bride gets a charge from Dynamo Groom. Livewire lover Richard uh, Durbin makes the sparks fly when he climbs into bed with his blushing bride Lucinda. In fact, every time the newlyweds cuddle up together in the sack, the high voltage husband gives luckless Lucinda an electrical shock. <laughs> Doctors have told the Boston, Massachusetts couple that jolting Groom has a massive buildup of static electricity in his body, and there's no way to switch it off. <laughs> but Lucinda 22 says something is definitely going to have to be done to save their marriage quote making love isn't supposed to feel like sitting the, in the electric chair <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh god I love it it's so dumb but so just so great um, <laughs> alright buddy what's another what, what's another weekly world um, uh, headline you got for us um, let's see here. Bottle of juice kills health nut. He dropped it on his toe and died of shock. According to Rick Tracy, a young stockbroker dropped an, a 16 ounce bottle of fruit juice on his big toe and immediately went into shock and died. The man had never been sick a day in his life, said a close friend. He jogged every morning, lifted weights three nights a week, and was in perfect physical condition. <laughs> Doctors say... Franz Walsh, 26, apparently became hysterical when he saw a trickle of blood from a minor cut on his toe, went into shock, and then died within seconds. Quite frankly, this is the most baffling case I've ever encountered, said a doctor who performed the autopsy. There's no logical or medical reason that this man should be dead. (laughs) I mean... I'm sure people have died from from even less than that. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Jack Daniels kicked a safe and broke his toe and got an infection. That killed That's him. That's true. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is from uh, let's see here, Weekly World News, October thirteenth, nineteen eighty one. Horror of new Devil's Triangle. Deadly monsters devour ships in the mysterious Demon Sea. Uh, a frantic search is underway for a pack of marauding sea demons blamed for the savage destruction of huge ships and the merciless slaughter of countless terrified sailors. Uh, seamen say that the vicious beasts with jaws of steel have turned a broad expanse of Pacific Ocean into another ship-eating horror like the infamous Bermuda Triangle. Desperate Japanese authorities have begun a probe of the deadly depths that frightened mariners called Manokai, the Demon Sea. 
<laughs> Does that sound at all like Japanese for the demon sea? Manokai? No, I'm pretty sure sea is umi and demon is like oni or bake or. <laughs> yeah. It might be, though. It might be a. You know. <laughs> it might weird. be some weird dialect. <laughs> How do you spell it? Uh, M A hyphen N O hyphen K I A. Well, Google Translate is pretty sure it's Hawaiian, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Yeah, that, I don't. I I think too. Weekly World News might be full of poi. Might be. <laughs> we want to find out what is out there. Uh, Susumi Miki of the Japanese Transport Ministry told the news: ships are being destroyed, mysteriously de- destroyed, and we want to save them if we can. An untold number of giant vessels have met their doom in the horrifying Demon Sea, including five ill-fated ships lost in the past few months alone. Uh, and there's a <laughs> picture of the Marcona trader uh, with a giant, like, bite taken out of it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, too funny. Too funny. <laughs> <laughs> how about i tell you about some more dumb shit that i watched oh please yeah let's do it awesome um unnatural from 2012 it's jaws but with polar bears <laughs> bioengineeringly enhanced polar bears so they're oh. real mean and shitty. Okay. It's got two people from Twin Peaks in it, and it's all right. It's not good, but oh, it's okay. fine. Yeah. Okay, sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listeners, be be sure that you're taking notes so that by the end of this episode, you can guess what Mark's mystery theme is. Uh, maybe it's Jaws butt, blank, blank, blank. Who knows? <laughs> Next one, Jaws by Steve. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, next one is Frankenstein Theory. This one got recommended to me because of Frankenstein's army. Mm. Um, just as I was looking into that, this popped up. It's fucking trash. It's like the grandson of Frankenstein thinks he like ran off to uh, Alaska, and he goes up to Alaska to find it. It's dumb. It's really bad. It sucks. It could be good, but it's not. Um, what is good is the other found footage movie I watched, The Last Broadcast. This is, like, early, like, 2000s. This is, like, the cutting edge of what we were as a species. There's a guy who has a web show, and one of the guys calls into his web show, and it's literally an internet radio show, a show that's played across the internet. (laughs) And he calls in and says he found the Jersey Devil and can talk to it psychically. And then the team that goes into the Pine Barrens looking for it, they all die. Okay. It is super good. It is super cool. The final broadcast. Um, go check it out, guys. It'll make you... Okay. Josh, you should check it out. It'll make you really horny for old internet. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Nah, nice, 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 nice. The, yeah. the, final, the, the final broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final broadcast. Um, and then I'm just going to knock these out really quick. From the 10th to the 13th, I watched Tree Houses of Horror... Uh, number three, number 14, and number 30. Because that oh. is when I was taking my birthday trip, and one of the hotels we were in didn't have TV. So I just yeah. watched Disney Plus on my phone and watched some Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> nice. Yeah, those were... Yeah. those were. Also, speaking of yearly traditions now, because they're in their uh, 35th 
season? Something gross, yeah. Yeah, something gross like that. So another, you know, there are entire generations now that, like, that's maybe part of their Halloween tradition is watching Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. I mean, it was always one of mine. Like, I mm-hmm. yeah. will still watch it when it comes out this year, you know. It won't mm-hmm. be good, but I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else wasn't good, Josh? That's right. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I don't know if it's a horror movie or not, but it's horrifying to see such a beloved property treated this way, number one. Number yeah. two, I did watch it in a hotel that had actual TV. Um, how do humans watch TV, Josh? Because all it is is goddamn commercials, and nothing undercuts the like horror of a scene of like raptors killing a dude than a Burger King ad going, Whopper, 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 Whopper. <laughs> This is something, you know, the the semester is almost over. We have like a month of classes left. And this is something I'm, tr- I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to like reach these kids. And I'm trying to tell them like, the, the, the way we watch television now is so stupid. And like, I kind of had, I, I kind of had that conversation, you know, just, just last week. Uh, you know, we try to get to the classroom uh, a couple minutes early to like set up the, the to like log in and set up the like PowerPoint if I'm doing a PowerPoint or whatever, um, and it was and it was yeah like uh, uh, shortly after fall break so a bunch of my students went went back home and then and then back in class and they're like yeah it's we're just like w- like going back to my parents' house and just like watching TV and like having commercial breaks it's like you you don't understand that's all we had that's all we had. Yeah. <laughs> And then we got so accustomed to not having it, and it's just like, oh, it's bad. We we had yeah. for you can't our, go back. Yeah, for our wedding anniversary uh, a couple years back, the Mrs. Wizard and I. Um, there's some there's some kind of like forest land, some kind of like not full on mountains, but some kind of rolling hills um, east of us called Hawking Hills, and we rented a cabin there. So yeah, we're out in nowhere, not a whole lot of cell service. We we we, we had Wi-Fi. They had Wi-Fi there. Um, but we were just watching TV, and it was like, it was like, oh, I remember watching South Park on Comedy Central. And yeah, just like, holy shit, like, I'm sick and tired of these, like, same uh, Carl's Jr. commercials every single commercial break. How, how did we live like that? How did people live like that? <laughs> yeah, and personal injury attorneys, man. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. So- Talking about horrors beyond comprehension. <laughs> Gives me goosebumps. <laughs> hey, there you go. Hey, what did I do? <laughs> well, that is also a, a, a yeah. Talking about horrors beyond comprehension. Uh, next on my reading list, what I got to in the second week was Monster Blood uh, with this lovely cover of this green icor uh, dripping down uh, staircase. Here uh, came out September nineteen ninety two. Wow. And yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and the blurb here is while staying with his weird great aunt Catherine, Evan visits a funky old toy store and buys a dusty can of monster blood. It's fun to play with at first. And Evan's dog, Trigger, likes it so much he eats some. But then Evan notices something weird about the green, slimy stuff. It seems to be growing and growing and growing. And all that growing has given the monster blood a monstrous appetite. Because I remember Gak. Mark, do you remember Gak? Oh, I remember Gak. Oh, God. That was so great. Kids, and, you know, we don't get the information about, like, the, like, age demographics of who listens to us. But if you're a kid, 
go to YouTube and look up Gak because like that was in 1992. That that shit was tight. <laughs> <laughs> that sh- that shit was fire, fam. No cap. No cap. It was it was it was straight bussin'. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, and so you know, I won't spoil it. Also, I won't spoil it. But um, but yeah, man, it was just like I I can picture R.L. Stein like hitting his head against a wall. What do I write about next? What do I write about next? And then who knows? Maybe on his TV there was a commercial for Gak, and he's like, "Oh, that's it, Monster Blood." <laughs> <laughs> I meant to do a little more looking into this, but since this is our kind of Halloween loose this loose ish robes. Um, I think Monster Blood may have spawned the most sequels, uh, maybe, because there's also Monster Blood 2, 3, and 4, Um, uh, because, yeah, well, and I'll get to this one, well, okay, I can can flip around here, Uh, because the other one that I know spawned a lot of sequels uh, is this other Goosebumps book, very famous, uh, release date May 1993, Night of the Living Dummy. Oh yeah, um, which like, so like Slappy the ventriloquist dummy would kind of become, I, I think in a lot of ways like the de facto um, mascot for for Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, so the so the blurb here is uh, Lindy names the ventriloquist dummy she finds Slappy. Slappy is kind of ugly, but he's a lot of fun. Lindy's having a great time learning to make Slappy move and talk. But Chris is jealous of all the attention her sister is getting. It's no fair. Why does Lindy have all the luck? Chris decides to get a dummy of her own. She'll show Lindy. Then weird things begin to happen. Nasty things. Evil things. No way a dummy can be causing all the trouble. Or is there? And yeah, this one, I remember watching the episode. And this one, like, freaked me the hell out. Because, like, um, Slappy full-on is, like, making some very serious threats against Chris. And says something like, you you have no idea what I can do to your family. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's something <laughs> bad. Um, but uh, but anyway, so yeah. Slappy, the ventriloquist. Uh, well, hey, Mark, let's see here. What else... Uh, see here we could do um maybe another maybe another round of weekly world news uh let's see what we got here this is from um uh october 20th uh 1981 uh horrors of the devil cult or devil cults Uh i guess uh plural uh humans are being sacrificed in a siege of hellish terror uh by dick donovan (laughs) dick donovan First on the, the private eye. First on the scene. <laughs> Fiendish devil worshipping cultists are on the verge of spawning an insane bloodbath of murder, mutilation, and terror in cities and towns across America. Satanic worship and human sacrifices are going on right now, famed demonologist Ed Warren told the news. It's not a fantasy. Oh shit. Oh uh-huh. Ed Warren's sorry, Ed Warren's a real guy. Yeah, yeah, here we go. God damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not a fantasy. It's a very real and dangerous situation. We can't run away from it. Uh, and so, yes, incredibly, at almost the very hour that Warren was making his chilling warning, four people were being brutally murdered in Columbia, South Carolina. 
in a house police said was a temple of satanic worship. Uh, and yeah, there's even a, f- a photo of uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are convinced murderous devil cults are unleashing a horrible bloodbath in America. So, all right, yeah, all yeah. right. Um, there's also <laughs> this is <laughs> complete tonal shift. Um, at the bottom of the story, there is a picture of a polar bear who is too pooped to growl. <laughs> oh no! And he's just like sprawled out. <laughs> Look around there with this very, very sad. Oh, a polar bear's day can be downright exhausting, especially when you have to pose for all those pictures. This big guy appears to be pooped out at the Hamburg, Germany Zoo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sleepy guy. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, what's one that you have, Mark? What's a, what's a good one here? Um, uh, millions spent on dinosaur research. A team of international experts is going hunting for dinosaurs. The government of the Congo has spent big bucks to commission a scientific team to find monsters, which have been spotted several times by missionaries and natives in the remote jungle regions. Which, if you go back to our uh, pterosaur attack episode, was home of the Congamato. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And also the home of the Makeli Mbembe. And yep. the Mbilu Mbilu Mbilu. So, you know, there's... A little bit. There's okay. So there's grounding for it, but it's grounding made up of fake shit. This is as real a grounding as your Photoshop picture of a boat with a bite taken out. But still, we're <laughs> we're being real, damn it. <laughs> exactly right. We're being we're being real. <laughs> being real with weekly world news. We keep it real here. The two of us podcast real with weekly world news. <laughs> Real wizards. <laughs> oh, God. No cap wizards. No cap wizards. Straight bussin'. For real, for real. Yo, Josh, check out my bussin' wizussy. <laughs> Mark, what's in your wizards? Chazusi. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh baby. Whew. Ah, that's pretty good. Uh well Mark, I, I also have an update to um, my Wizards Cup here. Uh because we're winding down. Well, no, we're not completely winding down, but we're in the second half of our episode, um, bringing the night somewhat to a close. And um, here's a nice little kind of, a, uh, I guess, sort of dessert, desserty kind of beer. Uh, here's from Parsons North Brewing Company, their pumpkin pie and coffee brown ale. Ooh. Um, 6% ABV. Um, we make enjoyable quality beer, beer that people want to drink. Different, well, duh. <laughs> Oh my god, that's stupid. We make enjoyable quality beer. Beer that people want to drink. Different types of beer that are enjoyed best by people, not bears. We strongly discourage bears from drinking our beers. <laughs> okay, Parsons North, maybe you redeemed yourself there. Uh, anyway, um, oh what about you, man? Still still sticking with your uh, uh, scotch and 7-Up? Yeah, buddy, it's doing the trick. <laughs> 
Oh boy, howdy. God, God, you know, maybe I'll have to, maybe I'll have to find some scotch here, because that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, I, cheap scotch and diet seven up, man. You can't beat it. I don't know. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, is it more pie-y or coffee-y? Well, there's definitely some coffee there. Um, and I'm not getting a whole lot of pumpkin. I'm getting more like, like the pie crust. <laughs> I'm getting more like kind of graham cracker crust sort of thing. Okay. okay. Um, which isn't, you know, bad. But if you're going to say pumpkin pie, then damn it, I want to get smacked in the face with pumpkin. Because pumpkin beer season is already too short. Oh, uh, yeah, it so, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, well, okay, all right. Scotch is going on the list. More pumpkin beer is going on the list. What else is going on the list is my next uh, R.L. Stein Goosebumps book. This is another classic Say cheese and die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spooky skeleton family having a cookout. Yep, spooky skeleton family having a cookout. This is uh, November 1992, and the blurb goes, Every picture tells a story. Greg thinks there's something wrong with the old camera he and his friends found. The photographs keep turning out wrong. Very wrong. Like the snapshot Greg took of his father's new car that shows it totaled. And then Greg's father is in a nasty wreck. But Greg's friends don't believe him. Sherry even makes Greg bring the camera to her birthday party and take her picture. Only Sherry's not in the photograph when it develops. Is Sherry about to be taken out of the picture permanently? Who is going to take the next fall for the evil camera? (laughs) (laughs) Which again, man, 1992 still had like film cameras. Yeah. None of this, no, no, like digital cameras, no, like camera phones, just, man, simple, simple. Greg has to find himself a goddamn dark room. (laughs) He's like eight years old, but he knows how to operate, (laughs) he knows how to operate and develop film. (laughs) Thank God there's a Walgreens next door. Not even disposable cameras. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be horrible? Like, say cheese and die with this disposable camera that you forget about in your closet and don't get developed for eight years. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Which, yeah, that was also... Yeah, like, going through these these again. Like, 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 this one especially. But, yeah, some of these other ones where it's like... Uh, oh, oh, so and so. Your friend called on the landline, but you were out playing in the park. Yeah. It's like, man, 1992. Call them back. <laughs> Call. Yeah. In the kitchen, oh, hey, stand honey, in the kitchen you're... awkwardly. Right. Yeah. You know, and you have to like buy the extra, like the 20 foot long cord, so you can walk around the house and <laughs> talk with your friends. Uh, and, and yeah, and you can buy a, a four bedroom, two and a half bath ranch style on just dad's income. <laughs> who 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 cares if like there's like vampire neighbors like those were the days. All you got to do is not go out at night and don't let them in. That's real easy. Yeah. That's super, super easy. You kidding me to get some fucking credit? Let's go. Yeah, no, that's, I'll do it. 
What um, this this car works runs this 1996 Subaru Outback will last yeah. another 40 years, but every now and then there's a spooky dead girl in it. All right, cool. <laughs> Here's this haunted refrigerator that never breaks down. <laughs> you can only it's fit been around one for six 50 pack in it. <laughs> for 50 years. <laughs> Oh man! It never breaks uh, down, is... but it runs on propane. It's a pain in yeah. the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then my my other uh, goosebumps uh, for for that week. Um, oh man, another another classic. Uh, the haunted mask. Oh yeah, creepy creepy girl in her uh, denim overalls putting on this 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 cover freaked me the hell out as a kid. Like the yeah, like creepy green mask, big sharp teeth. Yeah, that this one this one creeped me the hell out. Uh, this was September 1993, uh, and the blurb: "Face to face with a nightmare." How ugly is Carly Beth's Halloween mask? It's so ugly that it almost scared her little brother to death. So terrifying that even her friends are totally freaked out by it. It's the best Halloween mask ever. It's everything Carly Beth hoped it would be. And more. Maybe too much more. Because Halloween is almost over. And Carly Beth is still wearing that special mask. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh... Yeah, and, and again, I won't, I won't spoil too much of it, but, um... But yes, it's... As you might imagine, like, oh, hey, here's this mask that I, like, can't take off, and it's slowly, like changing my my like personality and uh so like that too but um yeah it's yeah it's it's it it scared the scared the crap out of me but it's also a good one it's a solid it's a solid uh um (laughs) it's a solid entry in the goosebumps canon yeah right on um, let's see here. Well, okay, maybe I'll fit one more in. Yeah, uh, sure, do one it. more real quick. Um, here's uh, another classic: "Go Eat Worms" from Ugh. July, July 1994. Um, they're creepy and they're crawly. They're totally disgusting. Obsessed with worms? That's putting it mildly. Todd is so fascinated with worms he keeps a worm farm in his basement. Most of all, Todd loves torturing his sister and her best friend with worms, dropping them into their hair, down their backs, until one day, after cutting a worm in half, Todd notices something strange. The rest of the worms seem to be staring at him. Suddenly, worms start showing up in the worst places for Todd. In his bed, in his homework, even in his spaghetti. What's a worm lover to do when his own worms are starting to gross him out? Mhm. <laughs> I yep. This one fucked with me so bad. I Oh yeah. If I have one irrational fear other than sock puppets, it's worms in my goddamn pasta. Yeah, because no, I remember uh, the live action one of this. I was in second grade and I yeah, saw this one it. Brutal. And I was eating honeydew and I remember losing my goddamn mind eating honeydew and it was like a moment of existential crisis. And I am still fucked up over it. It's it's amazing how bad go eat worms ruined me as a human. Yeah, that's a 
this was a rough one because yeah, it's it, it is it's it's the creepy and slimy and gross. I think I think I remember yeah watching this this um, episode two, uh, and yeah getting super freaked out, uh, super grossed out because I because I love spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, like I can't eat spaghetti. Um, it's got to be uh, linguine. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, Ugh. gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe maybe you'll have something slightly more palatable uh, with your next uh, set of set of viewings or media or I don't know what what do you have next for Smart? What do you have next? <laughs> uh, more cartoons. I'm still traveling, so do what we can. <laughs> Um, you know yeah, what's on yeah. in the morning is South Park on Comedy Central, so I got to watch Corn uh, Spooky Pirate Adventure. <laughs> it is. Holy shit, you guys, go watch, like, what is, I think it's like season one South Park, Corn's Spooky Pirate Ghost Adventure. It is so fucking good. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and then, okay, yeah, uh, <coughs> season three, episode ten. Season three. That's right. There you go. Oh, God. So, so good. Um, and then I also watched uh, Witch Hunt. Oh, yeah. From, like, yeah, 2016 yeah, yeah. or 17 when they when Randy goes up and smokes crack. Crack and Jack. <laughs> What's up, my witches? <laughs> Just go smoke a little crack, okay? Just a little crack. <laughs> Which, like... <laughs> Just... How that even, how that even, like, comes to be. <laughs> you know, like, I almost wish, I almost wish that, like, that was an actual thing where grown men would dress up as witches and drive out into the forest and drink Jack Daniels and smoke crack. I don't, I, other than the crack, I don't see any reason why we can't, like. Right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Should I become independently wealthy? I'm going to fly you and Brad down here, and Johnny can figure it out on oh. his own, because I'm paying for <laughs> tickets yeah. from Germany, yeah. but we can go dick right. around in the forest and drink some Jack and <laughs> record a podcast. <laughs> Three witches round the fire instead of two wizards in a tower. Yeah. Season 8.4. Oh, man. Oh, that's so good. Oh, it's <laughs> cracking back. <coughs> Actually, you'll you'll uh, uh, appreciate this. So I'm, I uh, was yeah finishing grading my, my students' midterm essays, and I had a student write her midterm essay on um, South Park's with uh, with apologies to Jesse Jackson, where <laughs> oh, yes. Randy goes on Wheel of Fortune, and yep. <laughs> oh, she did such a good job. She really did a good job of like not only discussing this like really great episode but like analyzing it and what it meant culturally then and what it means culturally now mm-hmm. and i was so very proud of her i'm so very proud of her for doing that's that. so cool <laughs> oh it's awesome so like yeah I, I know i was i was kind of complaining about that but that that is an instance where i reached that keyed and really like i didn't even do anything like she's she was the rock star there i was like you go melody you go <laughs> you go <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, that's too good uh, uh, chugging on down my list um, I got home that night 
from my travels, and you know what I did? I watched Reanimator and discussed it on Can't Wait to Show the Kids with you, yep. good buddy, and that was that great. Was, that that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah that was it was it was um, wonderful to be back on um, Can't Wait to Show My Kids after discussing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, getting on there and talking about Reanimator. It was even just a lot of fun um, watching that very silly movie uh, with the Mrs. Wizard. And like I mentioned on, on, on that episode, and I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it briefly here. Um, yeah, she was kind of freaked out at first, but then she was just laughing by the end of it. And um, it's especially Dr. Hall. Yeah, right? Like, she lost her mind. She just started giggling with Dr. Hall and his... Well, listeners, you're just going to have to go check out I Can't Wait to Show My Kids and Reanimator to hear more about it. Yeah, do that. <laughs> or I'll cut in the whole episode right here. Right here is a seven hour podcast. <laughs> seven hour tours. Well, how diddly ho there, neighbor Mark. It's uh, good to hear you tonight. How you doing, man? Oh, thankly, dankly there, Brad. I'm doing just fan diddly tastic. It's hard to do when you're not thinking about it. I don't know about you, but it seems like it's been. I don't. I know that we just did Frankenstein's Army, but it seems like a hundred years ago. Yeah, time is a funny thing. Um, sometimes there are limits on it. Sometimes people decide that maybe there shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, it's it's been feels like it has been forever since we sat down to to get going on the I can't wait to show my kids podcast. And today we have a very special guest joining us as well. I couldn't be more excited. Uh, to welcome back uh, a good friend of the show, Josh. Thanks for coming on tonight, man. Yes, that is me, and it is my pleasure. It's it's my absolute joy. Um, had a lot of fun uh, back when we were doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was super sad that I missed our, our other sort of uh, high hammock radio convention reunion because <laughs> I was being dumb, but anytime I get to come and come and talk with, with, uh, with, with two very good friends of mine, I'm very excited. If I had bigger balls, I would. (laughs) Um, And then because the work of a podcaster is never done, I doubled down and then I watched Bone Tomahawk, which Brad and I then cut an episode on. (laughs) Um, But then I also watched, you know, real movies, Josh, um, like Embryon. From Chile, from Chile, it's about an. It's, oh, it's a, it's cool. It's um three, okay. it's three independent storylines that kind of converge about a um an alien encounter scenario. It's Chilean aliens, so they're different than American aliens, and it is super cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Um, less grounded was uh Roger Corman's Bigfoot or Bust. Where a bunch of strippers go try to find Bigfoot on a reality show, and uh, there's no boobs. So don't watch it. It's Roger Corman, but there's no boobs, so I don't know how it happened, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, um, for that week, um, All Eyes. So, um, a disgraced podcaster hunts down a cryptid based off a letter he gets from from a dead fan. 
Um, I thought it was going to be like a rehash of Don't Let the River Beast Get You, which I wish like hell I could watch again just to go back and watch that shit mm-hmm. one more time and not pay for it, but watch it one more time. But no, it's um, it's really, really good. The The creature is amazing. It's really good. Go watch All Eyes. It's just really good. It's okay. on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, it's really blew my mind in how good that movie was and how much I enjoyed it. Okay, all yeah. right, it's good. Good, yeah. good, good. It's okay. No, this is great. I'm, I'm getting all, I'm getting all sorts of stuff here. Oh yeah. Even yeah, even though Halloween has passed, we get to relive that kind of sorta. So, oh awesome. Speaking of Bigfoot, I got a corresponding Weekly World News article here, Josh. Okay, let's go. Yeah, uh, crazed Bigfoot traps terrified teens in a remote wilderness cabin. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, actually, I have one too. But 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 tell us more. Tell, tell, tell us more about is, is that. Is yours also by Dick Donovan? Uh, well, let me see here. I it, it is another Bigfoot one. Uh, let's see if it's Dick Donovan though. So as I find this, you, you go yeah. ahead and tell us more. Tell us more about it. Uh, three teenagers endured two terrifying days trapped in a wilderness cabin, waiting for death at the hands of a crazed, rampaging Bigfoot. If we had stayed in that cabin one more day, it would have killed us, said 19-year-old Patty Brem, that told the Weekly World News. It could have smashed through the walls to get us. It kept getting braver and braver and more violent. Mm. Uh, According to witnesses, uh, it was big, seven feet tall and well over 300 pounds. It had long white hair. And looked like, mm. and what looked like deep black holes for eyes. The hair wasn't shaggy though; it was shiny and healthy looking. I like that. I okay. like that Bigfoot also uses Pantene. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's big or no? Uh, uh, what was the? Uh, maybe she's uh, born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, that's it. Maybe she brought, well, but then wasn't there also for like uh, uh, herbal essences? Wasn't there one with that too? Yeah, that like, was the girl having big, an orgasm in the shower. Yeah, Bigfoot's got the urge. <laughs> Just Bigfoot under a waterfall. <laughs> so silky smooth. Silky smooth. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I guess sort of hand in hand with that. This is from Weekly World News, October 10th, 1989. Bigfoot baby found. Oh no. <laughs> World's first photo of a Bigfoot baby. Uh, and this is not by Dick Donovan. This is by Reagan Dunn. Dutch anthropologists claim to have captured a Bigfoot baby in southwest China. The boy is only a few weeks old, wow. but he can already sit up. Okay. Okay. He also he also has gigantic six inch feet and is covered with a thick mat of brown hair. Oh. <laughs> Bigfoot exists and we have him, Dr. Jan Brader told newsmen in Amsterdam. It is still too early to assess his intelligence, but the creature is definitely smarter than an ape. Because if it's not racist against China, it's racist against the Dutch. <laughs> There's only two things I can't stand. People that don't tolerate other people's cultures and the Dutch. And the Dutch. <laughs> the only question in our minds is how long can he survive in captivity? He, he seems to be healthy and happy today, but that could change overnight. Uh, yes, and there is a very... <laughs> Again, 1989... Um, version of photoshop 
for <laughs> a hairy baby. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, yes, the Bigfoot baby was found apparently uh, near Kuangyang uh, um, in China, right on the border with Burma. Uh Oh my god. This is one of the greatest scientific discoveries ever, said Dr. Decker. And as scientists, we must exercise extreme caution in the study of the boy. We have no right to make him over in the image of a human or into something that we want him to be. We must let the Bigfoot boy develop as normally as possible. That is the challenge we face. (laughs) (laughs) Which, good on you. I mean, that's, that's pretty solid, you know. Instead of trying to like teach him sign language or you know anything like that, just let the Bigfoot baby grow up. Yeah, just oh, his little size sixes. Yeah. Oh God, oh, it's too good. Um, this is also not this is not a Bigfoot one, but also kind of fun. Okay. Uh, weekly Weekly World News, October twenty seventh, nineteen eighty one. Death from outer space. Ah! Police probe savage murder, and their prime suspect is a renegade UFO. (laughs) (laughs) Worried. Oh, and this is also by ours truly, Dick Donovan. Worried police have thrown a tight security blanket around what could be the first interstellar murder case in history and the most bizarre UFO mystery of all time. The news has learned that a police officer under hypnosis recalled seeing a flying saucer in the area of Todd Morden, England, where the body of missing Polish immigrant Zygmunt Adamski was found sprawled on a coal pile. It is quite the most mysterious death I investigated in 12 years, said the West Yorkshire... Okay, that's not a Yorkshire accent. (laughs) (laughs) The 56-year-old victim who fled to England where German troops ravaged Poland during World War II apparently died of a heart attack brought on by a severe shock or fright, said Dr. Alan Edwards, consultant pathologist. Uh, Adamski, who lived quietly with his wife Lottie in Tingley, 30 miles from Todd Morden, had been missing for five days before his body was found. There are strange burns. There were strange burns on his scalp, neck, and back of his head from a corrosive substance, which forensic scientists have not been able to identify. Hmm. Uh, there's also a hilariously morbid artist's illustration, okay. where um, uh, 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 Zygmunt Adamski is just like falling from a UFO. <laughs> he just dropped it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Okay. Uh what about you, buddy? Any any other weekly world news you wanna you wanna divulge right now? No, I'm 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 good. I wanna tell you about my uh third week here. Uh next on my Goosebumps revisit um is the horror at Camp Jelly Jam from July nineteen ninety five. This uh, cover illustration also freaked me the hell out because it's count it's camp counselor Buddy with this creepy ass grin and he's like looking right at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here's here's the uh, here's the blurb here. It's not whether you win or lose; it's how you stay alive. Swimming, basketball, archery, camp Jelly Jam sports camp has or King Jelly Jam sports camp has it all. Too bad Wendy isn't a total sports freak like her brother Elliot. 
but how excited can you get over a game of softball? It's just a game, right? Wrong! Because Camp Jelly Jam is no ordinary sports camp, and Wendy's about to find out why. Why the counselors seem a little too happy, a little too obsessed with winning, and why the ground is always rumbling late at night. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I guess, kind of part... Uh, uh, yeah, sort of like part Hunger Games, because it's like a sports competition, and the losers um, get fed to this... Well, I'll just... Again, I won't spoil it. I'll let you read it. But uh, but there's a reason why it's called uh, Camp Jelly Jam. Um, <laughs> uh, this next one is very near and dear to me, and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, next on my Arl Stein reading list was Egg Monsters from Mars, uh. which, came, which came out April 1996. Um, and the blurb is... Which came first, the monster or the egg? An egg hunt. That's what Dana Johnson's bratty little sister Brandy wants to have at her birthday party. And whatever Brandy wants, Brandy gets. Dana's not big on egg hunts, but that was before he found the egg. It's not like a normal egg. It's about the size of a softball. It's covered with ugly blue and purple veins. And it's starting to hatch. Um, so I looked, I pulled up the cover for it. Yeah. And number one, immediately recognized it when I saw it. Also, most yep. of the time you can say these titles and I can see the image. Um, mm-hmm. But you can buy your own copy of Egg Monsters from Mars on Amazon for thirty six thirty eight. Holy God damn. Okay, you say that. And now I'm really kicking myself. Why this, why this one especially was very near and dear to me was, um, I'm pretty sure it was Easter. I'm oh, pretty shit. sure it was Easter. Easter 1996 where the Easter Benny uh, left me and Jake a pair of Goosebumps books and I forget the one that he had it might have been the Haunted Mask Uh, but the Easter Bunny definitely got me Egg Monsters from Mars (laughs) like right next to my chocolate rabbit right next to my jelly beans here was this book and son of a bitch if only I had this I could I could have resold it on Amazon for a cool thirty six bucks, <laughs> which is just so crazy. Like you know, I, right? I got I got a shitload of animorph books at home. Oh or, baby, know, my mom's place. Yeah, I wonder how much uh-huh. some, some of those are worth. You know, that's your re- retirement, man. I know. Like, I had a I had a whole stack. I I, uh, I felt like I brought this up in another episode. I had a whole stack of Sonic the Hedgehog comic books. Oh yeah, yeah. You sold sold them at a garage sale, like my. I don't know, like eighth grade year or something, um, and yeah, there's a part of me that's like, man. I, and granted, they 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 weren't mint. Like I read them, uh, but I tried to, you know, I tried to take care of them. I wasn't like right. folding the pages and doing stuff like that. But yeah, you just never know. You just never know. Yeah. Um, and finally, I, I wanted to end with this one because thematically, I think this is getting us here. Uh, this one also freaked me out when I read it. As a little kid, and then reading it now as a 36-year-old man, uh, <laughs> laughing. Uh, but this is Beware the Snowman. Oh, yes. From January 1997. Uh, and the blurb goes, No melting allowed. 
Jacqueline used to live with her Aunt Greta in Chicago, but not anymore. They've moved to a place called Sherpia. It's a tiny village on the edge of the Arctic Circle. Jacqueline can't believe she's stuck out here in no she's stuck out in nowheresville. No movie theaters, no malls, no nothing. Plus, there's something really odd about the village. At night there are strange howling noises. And in front of every house there's a snowman. A creepy snowman with a red scarf, a deep scar on his face, and a really evil smile. Which number one, Jacqueline? Don't you you don't appreciate what you have living out in the wilderness all by yourself. <laughs> number one. You definitely yeah, that's that's way better than Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh but also, yes, the the sort of creepy creepy snowmen. They have a they they have their own. They have their own mysterious secret. Ooh. <laughs> 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 but yes, why I wanted to save that, why I wanted to save that, at least for the last of my reading, was uh, well, we we already mentioned it. You know, you you just had a good snowstorm um, there there in Colorado. Uh, we're we're due. We, we we were getting freezing rain. I think I think we're like actually getting below freezing at night now. And oh shit, it, it is. It, it it's also that wonderful time of the year that you and I especially appreciate because we don't have to deal with the summer bullshit. We don't have to deal with the humidity bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to we get to embrace our our wintry wizardy goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll take some evil snowmen if that gets me there any faster. I reckon it's like the vampires, you know, don't go out during night and don't let them in. Yeah. Man, yeah. Should be okay. Should yeah. be okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that ended my, that ended my Goosebumps reread. And who knows, you know, maybe it was, it was fun and silly. Maybe I'll just have to go back and read some more. Let's do something like that. Maybe I'll have to go back and read some more. Yeah. And maybe we do a devoted episode to it. Cause fuck it. Why not? That would be, yeah, that'd be, I, I, I bet there's a bunch of, um, yeah, I went th- there's a bunch of TV episodes on like YouTube or something like that. I could stream them somewhere probably. That'd be pretty. Yeah, yeah heck yeah. Maybe, yeah. We'll, maybe we'll keep that in our back pocket. Uh, loose robes for R.L. Stein because he also had uh, what was it Fear Street? Yeah, that was a, yeah, yeah. That was his other kind of like series. So um, yeah, shoot, here we go. Yeah. Okay, I can think okay, of right, dog right. going. <laughs> <laughs> Goosebumps. All right, so rounding out here, um, I read uh, Who Goes There by John W. Campbell to prep for our episode of I Can't Wait to Show My Kids when we watch The Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, spoilers. You talk about episodes that are happening. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to make all a high hammock read that together because it is so good. It is such a good story. That's awesome. Oh, that's sweet, buddy. Um, I watched like 75% of the Green Bay Packers lose to the Denver Broncos <laughs> right before we recorded our Forest episode. That was horrifying in its own right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also watched The Thing. Durr. Um, I also watched the Garfield Halloween special, which is really Aww. good. Yeah. And the 2011 remake of The Thing. It's not good at all. Mm. Um, Lair of the White Worm by Kurt 
not Kurt Russell, Ken Russell. It's amazing. We should, you should watch it, Josh. Um, okay. Rubber, it's Jaws, but with a tire that kills people. <laughs> it's so good. That one's so good, too. Um, rounding out here, just a couple more, because I, I, I had a cluster here. Uh, the oh, McPherson yeah, sure, tape, sure. it's a found footage of a UFO landing, and the effects were so good when it came out in the 80s that people still use it to date a site like, no, check it out, here's actual aliens on camera. Oh, like, shoot, people okay. Miss, People misidentify this shit because that's how good it is. Um, it's really, oh, wow. really good. Okay, nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, I finished my yearly rereading of The Shining, which I feel like mm. that's ooky and spooky. Oh, yeah, totally. Yep, yep, yep. Um, on the 29th of October, I watched the Green Bay Packers lose to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> the next day i watched it's the great pumpkin charlie brown and then um well when we cut tonight i'm gonna watch my halloween pick of uh slother house the one about all the people in the house with the sloths and i'm so fucking excited but those are my 31 days of halloween i think that's awesome there was 31 in there i'm not sure but i also read the shining so that got account for something um yeah yeah any more weekly yeah. world news you want to throw at me, buddy? I mean, here's here's only one that kind of bears bears mentioning, um, sp- specifically in relationship to the thing. Um, uh, parents who freeze dried baby jailed. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, give me just a second to pull this one up. Okay, yeah. A couple who freeze-dried their dead baby so they could keep him at home have been arrested for improperly displaying the top's corpse. (laughs) Oh, I should mention, too, this is from the uh, October 24th, 1989 uh, issue. As reported in the news last June, uh, uh, Carl and Katie Hilding got permission to preserve 10-month-old Krister Hilding from City of Thistles in Malmo, Sweden. Ah, the Swedes. Ah, since then, federal authorities have ruled that the city had no jurisdiction in the matter. They have now seized the freeze-dried baby and arrested the buildings under Jesus. a federal law that requires corpses to be cremated or buried. Our nightmare will never end. Mrs. Hilding, obviously distraught, told reporters after her arrest in Malmo. You'd think that losing our baby would be enough, but the government is treating us like criminals because we couldn't bear to part with our baby. We're going to fight, she continued, until we get our Christer back. <laughs> oh. Which is a very sad story. But also Yeah, like, if your... this wasn't weekly world news, I'd say this is really depressing, but thank God yeah. it is. But thank God it is. Um but yes, also don't uh don't don't freeze dry your baby. <laughs> don't don't do that. It's a bad time. Yeah, not good. Not good. Um, let's see here. I don't know. Well, I, I also just kind of had somewhat related, um, with, yeah, my last one, like, uh, 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 here's a, uh, weekly world news, October 31st, 1995. Nostradamus predicts worst winter weather in history. Killer blizzards and ice storms will paralyze America in 1996. Uh, here's weekly world news, October 25th, 1994. Bible predicts worst winter ever. Prophecies tell of terrifying ice storms that will kill thousands in the U.S. Wow. And I know that may seem, yeah, inappropriate, but 
damn it, bring on the winter. <laughs> That's what I want. Hey, man, COVID didn't get the shit done. We need to get rid of some of these people. Let's go. I, it's, it's, it's like, I, I got my flannel out. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I want this to happen. I've, I've told my students, like, look, every day through the rest of the semester, you're going to see me wearing a different flannel shirt, and I'm not going to have any repeats. <laughs> flannel wizard winter. Yeah. Flannel wizard winter. This is my, this is my flannel arc. Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay, so, so that, so that was it for me, Mark. What about you? Were, were, were there any last weekly world news, uh, either headlines or stories you wanted to get into? Well, you know, you wear in a flannel every day. I also imagine your classroom is pretty warm. You might get hot. Yes. You might start melting, mm-hmm. but not as mm-hmm. bad as when Michael Jackson's face started melting. <laughs> A London tabloid quotes an unnamed doctor as saying rock star Michael Jackson's reshaping fa- or reshaped face is melting. <laughs> According to Mystery Doc, the bone graft that, sur- that surgeons use to erect the superstar's new features aren't absorbing enough calcium and minerals. The result is that his structure is beginning to crumble, causing the face to slide down like the mud on an L.A. hillside after a rainstorm. <laughs> His nose is already slight is already showing slight signs of demineralization, says the doctor. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. But also also like fuck Michael Jackson, sure, men. Fuck Michael Jackson. Duh. Poor Michael Jackson. We made fun of the way that yeah. man looked his entire career. I feel so genuinely bad for that dude, like Terrible upbringing, terrible, just terrible all around, like constant public surveillance, you, terrible. Yeah, that would, I, I don't know how I would have uh, turned out under those conditions, but, but also, but but again, we, we, we also turn to the wisdom of South Park and, um, Mr. Jefferson, like when you, when you choose to either like have a kid or, um, yeah, like enter a different part of your career. Like, no, then you got to grow the hell up. <laughs> Have you been up my wishing tree? My wishing tree. <laughs> we can laugh and giggle and scream. <laughs> we can do anything, and I mean anything. Oh. My wishing tree. Chamberna. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorant. <laughs> no, no, that's ignorant. Oh man. Oh, it'd be oh, ignorant well, for us to continue because I don't know about you, but this red label is talking to me. And I watched a lot of dumb shit this Halloween, Josh. Yeah. Holy shit! I watched so much bad, but also a lot of endurable good. And that is that 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 is what we do here on the Two Wizards podcast. We we read old crappy like kids horror stories to like find the good ones we go through the um never-ending slog of streaming movies on amazon or or hbo max or or or, or, or just max now right so stupid oh my god but that's what we do we go through we go through all that and then we bring the treasures back to you our listeners we stare into the abyss so that you don't have to. So instead of spending an entire month watching these 
yeah, horrible things, you just get to hang out with us for an hour and a half, a couple hours, and then get our recommendations. Um, so this has been great, Mark. I, I, I appreciate our ending um, uh, to, to Spooky Month and Halloween. Uh, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, and listeners, we always want to hear from you. We always, we, we truly do enjoy hearing from you. So, so tell us, how was your Halloween? Um, did you dress up? Did you do any parties? Did you hand out candy? Did you go trick-or-treating? What are some movies and TV shows or books that, that you regularly come back and visit this time of year? We, we, we love hearing from you and we'll, we'll rebroadcast. Um, we will share your story with the world as you have shared it with us. So uh, please send us an email uh, uh, by way of twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. Uh, also on uh, Blue Sky uh, mm-hmm. at... Yeah, Hi Hammock. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. We, whatever that's sort of weird. Whatever that's Bullshit Loop. Yeah, yes. BSKY. That's how I remember it. <laughs> no, fair, fair enough. Um, and also you can find us uh, on Facebook and Instagram where Mark continues to do a great job of, of, of putting out some extra visual aids um, for, our, for our episodes. And I'm sure uh, this one will be the same as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Plaid Barbarian. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I finished up my own sort of like classics tober where people who study ancient Greece and Rome, they kind of do fun things. Um, so I, I finished that up. That's a lot of fun. Uh, Mark, what else do you have going on? What else does High Hammock have going on? Well, number one, uh, listeners want to know what is Classics Twitter doing for November? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to do like Classics Giving or something. Actually, that'd go. be a good there one. Go. Fuck it. Maybe maybe two wizards will start Classics Giving and we'll come up with some something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter, or you can find me at one of the other two podcasts that I do, these members of the High Hammock family. Uh, the I Can't Wait to Show My Kids podcast, a cinematic review podcast where me and our buddy Brad and sometimes Josh, well, we all come together and we watch movies that were influential to us growing up, and we subject the other one to it, and then we discuss that super important question of, when can I show this to my children? Um, we are also doing our own spooky season over there, uh, this week. We just dropped Bone Tomahawk starring Kurt Russell. It's hard to watch and gross. Go watch it. It's great. Um, you can also find me on the Dangle Podcast, a weekly retrospective rewatch of King of the Hill with our buddy Johnny. We take two episodes and we rate and review them. And, yeah, uh, above all, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for making this October extra spooky. And... I'm excited for what we do in Christmas. I don't know. I always want to build on what we do. I wasn't like want to ride a momentum wave like a bunch of molasses down a Boston street, Josh. Mm. And <laughs> maybe a little bit more of this red label and I'll think of a real showstopper of a Christmas musical episode. But in the meantime, thank you for being here. We love you all, everyone. My name is Mark and I am a wizard. And my name is Josh and I am a wizard. Take care, everybody. Spooky. <laughs> he rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all. <laughs> 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 <laughs>